It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Drama in the Horizon League quarterfinals. Antoine Davis to tie Pete Maravich's record for career points. No. And that's how his college career ends. Or does it? Detroit Mercy said they're interested in the CBI. Would a postseason tournament for a 14 and 19 team be fair? Let's go. Big in Kalashaw's world, arguing over points. We'll get to that in a second. Mavericks 133, Sixers 126. It took 42 from Doncic and 40 from Irving for the Mavs finally to mesh and get a win to Dallas and Tim Kalashaw. Did the Mavericks figure something out last night or just get hot? They found the formula, Tony. Get 80 from the backcourt and you might win a game if you can hang on. <laughs> In the fourth quarter. Uh, what the, the, the hot part of your question is correct. Yeah. Uh, Irving and, and Doncic shooting over 60% from three. When they do that, they're going to beat just about everybody. Now, they're playing Philly, second night of a back-to-back, James Harden defense. This game kind of lent itself to some good shooting percentages for Dallas. We'll find out more Sunday when Phoenix and Kevin Durant get to town. Right now, Dallas is just in this big jumble of Western Conference teams that they seem to go – to fourth place when they win a game and seventh place mm-hmm. or eighth mm-hmm. when they yeah. lose a game. And, and they're going to have to find their way. There's a lot of work left to be Dave done. Dennis Jr. I think the thing that Dallas figured out is what the rest of the league kind of knows, that James Harden and Tyrese Maxey are kind of disasters on defense, and they exploited it and went for, <laughs> you know, 80-plus 80, 80 points and, 100, and were responsible for 107 of the 133 points together. To Tim's point, not only they're above 60% from three, they're above 60% overall as a tandem, but their problems still persist. As great as they were offensively, uh, Philadelphia still shot 58% and were, you know, almost came back in that fourth quarter to be in that game. These, this amount of points from their two best players is not sustainable. Yeah, it may win a game or two in the playoffs. They got to figure out how to win when they're not scorching hot like that. Lynn Yates. Back when they couldn't figure it out, when Kyrie had gotten there and they started off 0-3, Jason Kidd looked at them and said, I'm not the one on the floor. These guys got to figure it out. They don't have a leader. After last night's game, he said that he appreciated the way both of them were playing on the court on both ends of the floor, and when he was trying to get them out of the game together, they weren't going to come out. So I'm going to take Jason Kidd's word for it because he's the one who's got to figure that one out. And if he's happy, it tells me that this team has figured it out on the court as well. Kevin Blackstone. Well, I think we're a few days too early to ask if they've actually figured it out because on Sunday they have the uh, Suns coming up with a but new this was, player this by was the Philly. name of Kevin Durant. This was Philly. This, Philly's a top five was, team was, in the league. Absolutely, absolutely. But talk to me after we see a trend. The other thing I would say is, back to Tim's point, and I think everybody's point, you know, scoring 40 from two players, um, that's unsustainable. However, in this new NBA where we are on a record pace this year for 40-point games, um, that might be a formula that could work down the line. Um, So it's not just the bad defense from this particular team, but maybe bad defense from everybody all around trying to stop players from scoring. All right, Kalashov, I'll give you the last word. 
Well, they, they do truly have to find a new formula because if you go back to last year, they were a good defensive team against Utah and Phoenix, against Mitchell, against Booker, against Paul. And right now they're a very poor defensive team, and they're just having to outscore people. From Mavericks to Maverich. Horizon League quarterfinal, Detroit Mercy, Youngson State. And the last seven shots for Antoine Davis did not fall. So 3,664 points, three shy of tying Maravich, four shy of setting the all-time mark for scoring. Is his career over? Detroit Mercy said they'd be interested in a CBI bid. CBI. If it should come, Clinton would a CBI bid for a 14 and 19 team to see Antoine Davis break the all-time scoring record. Be fair. I mean, what is fair at this point? The reason why he's any, anywhere close to it is because of various delays and COVID and so on. He's gotten to play a lot more. But here's the thing is that Pete Maravich's legacy is going nowhere. I know three things about that dude. He's got a sweet nickname. He scored a ton of points before the three-point line was a thing. And Red Auerbach had him in training videos. That's how good he was at dribbling the basketball. Whatever somebody else does in order to tie him or even get close is not going to impact what everybody knows about Pistol Pete. Not at all. Tim Kalisha, the question directly. Getting into CBI, five games under 500, to see him break the record. Is that something you want? It is not something I want. I understand if it happens, and I don't wish any ill will toward Antoine Davis. He's a great scorer, but I, I love the fact that Maravich, who played when freshmen weren't eligible, so only played 83 games, has held this record for over 50 years. People playing four years, play, playing 130, 140 games. No one has been able to touch it, in part, because Maravich averaged over 38 field goal attempts per game. Mm-hmm. Sounds like me in the intramurals. Mm, yes, of course. <laughs> David Dennis Jr. They could get a bid from the CBI at 14 and 19. We've seen teams about that level get in on a rare occasion. Would that be fair to see him break the record? It's a little ridiculous that you're giving somebody who's already had so many more games than Pete Maravich one more game to beat this record. So on the surface, I'm not for it. However, Pete Maravich broke this record in an SEC that was mostly segregated. And so I'm all for breaking any mm, records okay. that were, you know, that were broken <laughs> during that time. So whatever we got to do to break that record, let them play That's another true. Game. And, and that's interesting as well. He also set the record, as Tim said, without playing a freshman year. There was no three-point line. This is not an apples-to-apples conversation year, but it is the all-time all. NCAA scoring mark, Evan Blackstone. How do you see it? It is. It's, it's great. You know what? And I want to celebrate Antoine Davis because he has been a scorer throughout his career, which this record obviously indicates. In his freshman year, he broke Seth Curry's three-point mark in this league. So this guy is a buckets hunter and a buckets getter, and I hope that the publicity gets him a really good shot to get into the NBA. And kudos out to his father, too, Mike Davis, who people may for, forget – Followed up Bobby Knight mm-hmm. at Indiana, got them to the, um, to the Final Four and to the championship game, and then kind of fell off the radar. Now at, went to an HBCU trying to get a program back there together. Mm-hmm. Good for his son to put the Davis name back right. on Right, that's why Antoine Davis is playing at Detroit Mercy, to play for his father. He missed those last seven shots. And you can see it a little bit pressing, but maybe there's one more game. Doesn't sound like, I know, David, you said you would like to see, you know, not get an extra game because he's already almost 60 up. But it doesn't sound like any of you guys would have an enormous problem with this. Tim, I'll give you the last word. Well, as Clinton said, Pete Maravich is still going to be Pete Maravich exactly. tomorrow. Exactly. And, and a guy averaging over 44 points a game, nobody's touching that. 
We always say, who would you like to see play in today's NBA? Pete Maravich is the answer for me. With a three-point line, with guys pulling up from 40. That, that was his game before. It was Lillard and Curry's game. We'll move on. One more story here. Quarterback day at the Combine tomorrow. Let's look at some of these hype quotes to get you hyped. Anthony Richardson calls himself a blend of Cam Newton and Lamar Jackson. He says he literally started calling himself Cam Jackson in 11th grade. And Richardson's uh, QB guru said this. What he's going to do at the combine on Saturday has never been done before. We anticipate him breaking (laughs) several records. (laughs) David, are you hyped for Anthony Richardson here? Can we slow down for a second, please? You're comparing yourself to two former MVPs? Dude, you, uh, like, relax just a little bit. I think the hype train is a little bit too much from your own camp. It's better to have low expectations and exceed them, especially for a guy, you know, obviously he is athletic. He's, his athleticism and physical prowess jumps off the charts, but you're still a guy who threw one interception for every 28 passes that you threw. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done in terms of, you know, raising that floor and raising that ceiling because you are going to be a project when you come into the league. Kevin Blackstone. But, of course, this is what the Combine does, right? There are guys who go to the Combine and just perform at the Combine. And their um, status shoots up and they good. get drafted and, number two overall. Yeah. Exactly. And so people will overlook the fact that he completed only 54% of his passes, only through less than 400 passes in his college career. Um, so there is a lot to, to show off here. Um, but this is what the Combine does. All right. Cam Jackson, his nickname since 11th grade, Clinton Yates, that he gave himself. And the greatest Combine we've ever seen with records falling. Are you here for it? Yeah, that's, that's a lot to say, and if you put the two parts of his game together, hopefully that can be who he turns out to be. But, David, yeah, he's a project. And guess what the project is? Your job, if you're an NFL team, to make him a better football player and coach him up. This is also a different era in which busting on the number one doesn't completely bang out your team in terms of roster construction. We've seen it happen where teams make mistakes and they're able to come back, so to speak. If you can't coach up a guy with this kind of physical talent, well, then maybe you're just not that good of a quarterback coach. Now, that being said, you know, I understand some teams Teams don't want to take in a guy that doesn't have as many reps and as many games under his belt as he does. But if you think you're any good at it, maybe that guy's the one to take. And Tim Kalashaw. When you look at the spectacular highlights from Anthony there Richardson, are, there are spectacular. the running plays stand out more than the throws. The running play, he runs away from cornerbacks and, and, and safeties on those plays. But Florida lost when he went 14 for 35 against Kentucky. They lost when he went 9 for 27 against Florida State. Very inconsistent. That doesn't mean he's not a potential prospect and, and he's going to get called, his name called on the first round. What type of records should we be expecting, though, after his QB guru just put it out there? I mean, what are we going to see? Three-cone shuttle. A 4 three forty. I mean, what is he going to put up the bench press? Not that that matters for a quarterback. 30 times. Hand size, 15 for Anthony Richardson. <laughs> but one measurement I want to get your take on from this weekend, Bryce Young's height. Alabama listed him at six foot, and there has been a lot of chatter over the last couple weeks. He's not six feet. Could get to five, ten and a half, maybe tomorrow. Does it matter, Tim? What would be good? When do you think it would start scaring teams off? I think if he's below five eleven, it starts to matter. I mean, Kyler Murray checked. He's not going to be as short as Kyler Murray, and he was the first pick in a draft. And we can debate a lot of things about Kyler Murray's career, but he got a second contract. Uh, if he's if the if it's five ten and something, teams are going to be curious about Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Clint Yates. 
you know, I normally consult, consult football slash height expert Mina Kimes on these things, but I'm not going to do that this time. I will say this, though. There is some precedent of shorter quarterbacks doing well between Drew Brees and Russell Wilson. However, most recently, in terms of Tua and Kyler, I don't know how good that this looks. I don't think it's anything against the quarterback. It's about how the rest of the league has evolved. These guys are KB. I mean, people are going to focus on that, but they will be foolish if they overlook his three seasons at Alabama, 8,300 yards passing, the championship, the touchdowns, and the Houdini-like impact that he can have on a field getting away from pass rushes and and throwing the ball into the end zone for touchdowns. David Dennis Jr., last word. McShay says that he reminds him of Patrick Mahomes, so anything above the height of my 10-year-old son, I'm taking him. The height does not matter so, as, as much as that sort of raw feel. Okay, I think he might eclipse it. I don't know. I don't know. But the point remains the way they play quarterback in the NFL. Now, there's so much movement. The shorter quarterbacks aren't even among the league leaders right now and balls batted down. Josh Allen was, was higher in that statistic than a lot of teams would have liked last year, too. So, taking a break, buy or sell on the other side. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Grizzly Nuggets tonight. Huge for the one seed in the Western Conference. Denver five games up. So if Memphis wants any shot, they have to win tonight. But when this game is catching Memphis, their month-long shakiness on the court and off the court. This week's Washington Post report from Molly Hensley-Clancy on John Morant. Another view into questionable, if not threatening, if not violent behavior from Morant. A confrontation last summer at a shopping mall. Another altercation last summer with a 17-year-old at his home basketball court where he allegedly punched the 17-year-old 12 to 13 times. And after which... The Washington Post reports the teen told officers Morant went into his house, reemerged with a gun visible in the waistband of his pants and his hand on the weapon. It was last month the NBA probed into the postgame of Grizzlies Pacers, where it was alleged a laser came out of a car Morant was in, threatening Pacers players and traveling party. NBA could not corroborate that. Kevin Blackstone, how do you consider this all with the Grizzlies off the court and how it might even affect on court? 
Oh, we shouldn't even be talking about this, Tony. We should be talking about John Morant's 27 points a game, eight assists, six rebounds a game, leading this team. Instead, we're talking about these off-the-court issues, this very ugly report that the, that the Washington Post had the other day, possibly brandishing a gun, beating up a teenager, um, and the other one about the laser in the car and the Pacers game. This is horrible stuff. This is not... This is not what the face of the league can be. And that is what Kevin Durant said about John right. Morant going into this season. So this is just bad I news. I think I, I want to go back to, you said we shouldn't be talking about this. We absolutely should be talking about this. It should not be in any way linked to a player, any player in Ex the NBA, but Morant's level as well. Exactly, and you cannot imagine that this can that this it couldn't be anything other than a great distraction to this team going forward, to the city of Memphis going forward. Look at what the city of Memphis has just gone through when we talk about gun violence. And to have this sort of allegation against a team and a player in that city is absolutely ridiculous. David Dennis Jr. Before I consider John Morant and the Grizzlies, I want to consider the 17-year-old kid who was allegedly assaulted by his hero while trying to play pickup ball with him. Now, as for John Morant, you, you know, the thing about that story that stood out is that he allegedly pressed up against this kid and asked his homeboy, should I do it to him? And his homeboy said, yeah, and then he punched him. You need better judgment and you need better people around you who will tell you to stop doing that sort of stuff. Why are you assaulting kids? Why are you running up in the mall trying to assault security guards and fight with those folks? You should have better judgment. Nike just dropped Kyrie Irving. You have a, a, a new shoe that, you're, that you uh, have out with Nike. What, what's stopping them from dropping you? And then on the court, you're supposed to be the team leader. You're trying to win a championship right now and you are in disarray and your team is going to follow you. So you have nobody to look at but yourself if this thing falls apart. Tim Callishaw. Yeah, I just think there's a decision day or, or a day of reckoning coming mm -hmm. and, and maybe it'll be the arrival of the playoffs when John Morant realizes his story can go one of two different directions. He can be the great basketball player who can make through NBA salary and shoes and endorsements about a billion dollars in his career. Or he can let some of his friends or family or, or influences off the court take him another direction and hopefully it gets cleaned up and we don't need to be talking about these stories much longer. But you're talking about a metaphorical, uh, was it day of reckoning is what you said? I could have taken that literally. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, is this a moment where Adam Silver, commissioner of the league, comes in and says, we need to talk well, about this? Soon, Wouldn't David Stern yeah, do that, enough, Tim? Have you knew to. David Stern for many decades. Yeah, if, I mean, if, if you're always the one at the center of the trouble, it's, it's not always the other people's fault. You, you're, you are finding a way into all these separate incidents. And yeah, there will be a very... Soon, very soon, Adam Silver will be having a discussion. Glenn Yates, how do you consider this? I spent a good amount of time with the Morant family long before he was ever in the NBA down in South Carolina for a couple stories I did. And I'll tell you, for people who want the All-American family with the All-American superstar, quite frankly, sometimes, depending on where you are, that comes with regular, everyday American dust-up problems. And that's not to say that terrible judgment hasn't been exercised in a lot of these scenarios, but I don't want people to walk around acting as if these are completely out of his mind. He showed up at the mall because he thought somebody was threatening his mom. That, to me, is about as normal as it gets. What happens after that is a different discussion. That being said, the Grizzlies have to to figure out what they want this to be from a franchise standpoint. If all of the things that make John Moran who he is are what builds him on the court, you've got to figure out whether or not that's worth it for you as a team in order to get better if those things all still need to be there. It's a difficult thing to balance, but this is the modern NBA. Glenn, I appreciate your representation and the, and the time you spent with Moran and the family uh, some years back. This is two sentences in the last month where an NBA, any NBA player 
and the word gun comes into a sentence, right? I mean, the history there, you can go, lives have been lost. Jason Williams in gunplay, all right? He spent time in, in prison because of that. Gilbert Arenas' career went off a cliff after the gun incident in the locker room in the NBA. Shouldn't this be something that the league comes in and says, whoa, 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 we can't have any of this? I would say yes, but then again, he hasn't been charged with anything. Community building through basketball is what they do at their house. You're going to get mad at a guy for something that happened on his private property. It's very difficult, but this is the world we live in. You can turn on your TV and watch live footage of people mixing it up every single day with guns, and you wouldn't watch the same thing twice. This is as much about where we live as it is. David, I'll allow you to address that. Yeah, I mean, there, there's uh, a lot of stuff that we can talk about from his background, but that's why you need the people around you to sort of help you out this. Of course, yeah, a guy threatened your mom at the mall, and that's terrible. You don't have to physically go there to handle that yourself. There should be separate, you know, means of separation between you and all of these incidents that you can do something better about this. You Thanks for your go. time on this, guys. The deal just recently with Powerade for Morant, and Nike's in play, face of the league. It behooves everybody for Morant to be operating in ways that represents all parties in the best possible way. We've been uh, horned. We're going to take a break here. Showdown's coming up. Mm, Clint Yates, Kevin Blackstone, two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Los Angeles Clippers blowing another double-digit lead. And now on the back-to-back, tonight versus the Kings, no Kawhi Leonard. How dire is this for the Clips, Clinton? It's not that bad for the Clips. It is pretty bad for Russell Westbrook, who, going back to last season, every game he starts, they seem to lose. But a couple of these games are in overtime, and they've already got the cushion for this. Until they drop to the play-in, I'm not too fan, worried about This Tyron. is dire. But you know what? To me, it's not dire because I didn't think this was a good team anyway. I mean, they just went through a long losing streak in January. Here's another one right now. You don't even know what team it is because they so rarely hurl on the court together. I'll give the Dang point. Up. To Clinton right now. Showdown 2. It's March. It's in the air. What a weekend we have. Number 8, Arizona. At number 4, UCLA. Number 3, Kansas. At number 9, Texas. Or maybe there's another game you got your eye on. Kev, what are you watching this weekend? I'm watching my alma mater. I mean, we were the talk of the basketball world for a couple of weeks, and now it looks like Northwestern doesn't have any more pixie dust left. They got Rutgers on for, on Sunday. That's a big it's one. It's got to be UCLA, Arizona, two big-time programs in a conference that is fracturing. This is a deal for them as well as for the selection committee. This is a serious <laughs> the one. one seed. the, the one seed's on the line. Who you got, CY? Yes. 
UCLA, Jaime Jaquez, he's too good. Also got 30 seconds of FaceTime. A couple weeks ago, hip-hop lost a legend. Plug to Dave Trugoy the Dove, as he was known, passed away at a young age, and it was unfortunate because he never got to saw the fruits of his labor in terms of all of the money that comes in from streaming rights from the albums of his group, De La Soul. Today, March 3rd, is the day that all those albums have been released to stream for everybody. The years of the chokehold that we've had on trying to find CDs and records to listen to the native tongue legends. Now we can do it. Balloon Mind State, it's my favorite. Happy De La Soul Day. I'm enjoying it with my friends. You should too. Clint Yates, he himself and his with the FaceTime. <laughs> We're on a 71 and a half hour break. So glory, glory. Hallelujah. Oh.